a greyhound to the county line. She's reading Marx and Lenin all the time. She says, Jesus freak, you're such a fool. I say, Satan loves you, thinks you're cool. She's a socialist of the highest degree. I'm a communist. Her mother hates me. You're an anarchist. You don't want anything from me. I'm a Satanist. At least that's what I think I might be. At least that's what I think I might be. So, um, we're hi. Hi. Um. <laughs> So that's Asher. And that's Vix. And this is... Speak, Speak of, of the, the Devil. devil. <laughs> I hate you so much. You have a normal rhythm that you use, and I tried to imitate it, and you just, like, do something completely different. I have no idea what I was doing. I can fix the rhythm in post, probably. No, you can't. It's unfixable. Don't you tell me what I can do, can and can't do in post. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll believe Uh, it when I hear it, all right, darling? Yeah, well, I mean, have you... Some of the ones I fixed pretty well. Hmm. Okay, if you say so. Okay, I... I, All right, I'm sorry, darling. Um, Don't be sorry. So, uh... Because we have to get some episodes done, we're doing a couple of lighthearted, fun episodes. And, yep. Our excuse for slight filler episodes is that there's a lot of stuff happening with regard to Vix preparing to move out here. Um, yeah. Things are a little bit and- crazy. <laughs> we're going to try to keep to our yep. weekly schedule as best as we can. Yep. Um, you know, it's, we love our listeners and we want to keep putting out hopefully interesting content. Um, I mean, at least I think that we love you. I haven't really met all that many of you. You could all be assholes. I don't know. I mean, the ones I know about, I like. True, true. But what everyone who's listening to this, who's not just, you know, literally our friends, is like, what if it was just a bunch of really mean, like, fundamentalist Christians of the worst type who were just silently hate listening? Oh, that would be sad. They probably wouldn't be silent if that was the case. They'd probably be letting us know. And we'd be getting, like, complaints a lot more. Have you been checking the email? Yeah. Okay, good. Have we gotten anything? Nope. <laughs> Very sadly. <laughs> Not even a response from Damien Eccles, who I cold emailed oh. to ask him to be on the podcast, but, you know. And no photos of snakes? Uh, No snake photos, so y'all are slacking. So actually, uh, I'm really not sure if we love you or not. You haven't sent us any snake photos. We'll love you when you send us snake photos. Um, But not before. Until then, it's questionable. <laughs> Um, let's see here. So today's topic is us being really (laughs) self-centered. Well, today's topic is 
a uh, getting to know us episode. In case any of you out there are have the slightest interest in who the fuck we are. Yes. Or don't know us already. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So Um, yes, for our haters out there in this episode, we'll be disclosing all the personal information that you need to dox us, stalk us, steal our identities, yeah, and uh, vandalize our homes. So yeah, keep your ears peeled. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I'm, as we've probably established, by the way, last episode was the 13th episode, just so you know. Oh, nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, but as we've established in our 13 so far episodes, I'm Vix. Um, I'm 28. Did um, you just forget how old you are? No, I was contemplating lying about my age. Oh, I see. <laughs> By the way, can you hear the cats completely freaking out in the background right now? I can. It's yeah. great. Dorian just randomly went sprinting back and forth across the entire apartment, ran to the top of the stairs, and started screaming. And that's what he's doing right now. Hello, screaming baby. You're adorable, and I love you. Hey, butthead, come over here. Come on. Oh my god, dude, let me pet you. (laughs) Sorry. Vix, you were saying... Um, I'm originally from Brooklyn in New York. Um, I grew up mostly in Western Massachusetts. Uh, My family's been atheist since the 19th century. And so this generation is a little weird with my brother being in seminary and me being a really religious Satanist and my boyfriend also now being in seminary because. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Sorry. Who's your boyfriend? <laughs> Sounds like oh, a cool right. guy. Um, well, he lives in California. He's super cute, dark hair, lots of tattoos, great cheekbones, musician. Oh. <laughs> Sounds hot. He is. He's very hot. He also does this podcast with me. Huh. I didn't know you did another podcast. <laughs> Just the one, darling. Okay, well, all right. Vix is outing me as his boyfriend and as someone who woke up this morning to the news that I was accepted to seminary. Yes. I don't feel like I can tell you which seminary I'm going to no, that yet. Would, that would be weird um, for now. Yeah, for now. But I'm in. Let's just I'm say it's... Huh? Just so I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm weirdly proud of me too. Well, you should be. I'm actually sort of experiencing some brain short circuiting um, from happiness. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> uh, not to sound like the brooding emo, um, misunderstood musician douchebag with lots of tattoos that I am (laughs) but this is kind of the one good thing that's happened to me in the last 12 months or so other than Vix (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, I'm a little overwhelmed. But yes, I'm Asher. I'm was born and raised in San Francisco. Um, my parents are sort of agnostic-y, spiritual, not religious, California-ass, hippie, burning man type people. Yeah. Um, my dad's just kind of like a generally agnostic, vaguely spiritual burner. My mom is yeah. now a witch and a pagan and a Lokian. Good, good. Which is just pretty funny. That's actually a, a recent spiritual evolution for her. She likes to have spiritual evolutions. Yeah. Um, I was sent to Waldorf school, kindergarten through 10th grade, which is um, hmm, a system of education founded by Austrian occultist Rudolf Steiner. Um, it kind of pretends to be a secular school, but it's not really, honestly. Um, no. I This episode is not an episode of my still non-existent podcast, which will probably happen someday, called Waldorf Exposed. So I won't go that much <laughs> further into it right now. Um, yep. But I, I had this weirdly mm -hmm. sort of religious upbringing that wouldn't admit that it was yeah. sort of religious. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. I mean... I always say my dad is the world's most religious atheist. Your dad is just very, like, worthy and... Obsessed with morality. Yeah. Like, we weren't allowed to play video games where you were allowed to play the bad guy. But those are the only good kind of video games. Yes, but he very much worried about, like, wanting to be the villain. He didn't like that. <sighs> okay, Dad. <laughs> He's so sweet. Mm -hmm. It's funny because, you know, he loves Halloween. He loves spooky stuff. But, like, anything where you're allowed to, like, kill civilians is just not okay with him. Aww. He's really sweet. Um, my parents are, like, weird old punks. Um, so there's that. Um, Hilariously, <sighs> so we might have mentioned before how Vix is my rib, and yes. we've sort of randomly had the same life. My parents, yes. also kind of weird old punks, um, yep. literally met at a gun club show because my dad was trying to hit on Patricia Morrison. <laughs> True story. My my parents met because, well, my mother fell in love with my father when he won the college vocabulary B. See, that's a little more square. It's just nerdy. I know, like, your parents are actually pretty hip, but that is really fucking square sounding. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was at Oberlin, mm -hmm. which is an interesting school. But, um, yeah, and my mother had, like, a Grace Jones haircut. My dad looked like Billy Idol. I've seen pictures. He did. It was weird. Yeah, 
And yeah, they, they, my mother fell in love with my father when he won the school vocabulary B and their first date was to go see Lady Hawk. Ah, with Rutger Hauer. watch years later. <laughs> I still haven't seen that one, but I will watch anything with young Rutger Hauer. It's, it's a fun one. Um, but also just like. Ridiculous. Such, like, <laughs> yeah. Sweet, weird nerds. Um, mm-hmm. um, and let's see here. So what else is important about me? Um, well, this is sort of an episode about our spiritual journeys, more or less, oh, that's right? True. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, um, as a child, I wasn't really guided religiously because my parents wanted me to be able to kind of do what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I made up a religion centering around ghosts as a small child. Good, good. Um, yeah, including like the ghost of my great grandmother who died when I was three. So I feel like this is suggestive of the fact that like ancestor worship is probably really nat- like natural to humanity. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like the ghost of my great grandmother lives in my barn. I'm four. Good, good. <laughs> I mean, personally, I didn't try to found a religion until freshman year of high school. Well, you know. <laughs> But I did. <laughs> what was yours about? Um, it was... It was basically, like, messianic animism. Okay. So, like, the idea that God is in everything. And Aww. therefore, it was everyone's responsibility to be a messiah and save themselves and the planet. Aww. It was super hippie. It was this, like, eco-environmentalist, like... Aww. Yeah. It was it was doofy as hell. Aww. But well-intentioned. That's, that's so cute, though. <laughs> um, I had, like, a 12-year-old Wiccan phase. Mm-hmm. Because who didn't? Um... My parents relentlessly made fun of me for that one. That's mean and yet understandable and kind of makes me respect your parents more. <laughs> it's funny though because it was totally my dad's fault. Uh-huh. Because he had all these books on Wicca around the house. What? Because Yeah, well cuz he loves the idea of the wheel of the year and like these like holidays that mark seasonal change mm-hmm. also have i mentioned how much my dad loves holidays um i think only really halloween but yes okay so halloween is his absolute favorite holiday and he like has a collection of vintage halloween decorations from like the 20s through the 60s that's mm-hmm. pretty cool um nice. but like he loves holidays he loves christmas he loves easter mm-hmm. he loves he insisted on coming up with ways to celebrate Groundhog Day. Oh my god. <laughs> he made these like clay groundhog shaped candle holders and for a couple of years he tried to start the tradition of us not using electricity on Groundhog's Day. See, your dad would have been easily seduced by Waldorf school, I think. Yeah. Actually. Well, they thought 
they thought about sending me there, but then them yelling at the kid for not saying hot cross buns in the hot cross bun song, they were like fascists. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are kind of fascists. And it's a good thing that yeah. they they saw the fascistic nature of the terribly tw- the terribly sweet-seeming pastel-clad Waldorf kindergarten teachers. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, Waldorf is all like as many fucking holidays as possible seasonal everything not letting your kids watch tv or play video games at all Uh, (laughs) yeah we didn't have a tv in the house yep so for well we had a tv but we had to watch everything on vhs because my parents (laughs) like wouldn't have yeah (laughs) why did we have like such weirdly similar childhoods i don't fucking get this because I'm your fucking rib. Um, <laughs> and so after that, I just kind of drifted into being a fairly hardcore atheist. Mm-hmm. Um, up until I was like, and like, I went through a shitty movement athe- atheist phase. <laughs> yep. Um, actually, kind of two. I had one when I was in high school where I wasn't as active and loud about it. Mm-hmm. And then after Lily, because he'd fucked my, uh, Lily is my shitty ex-boyfriend who mm-hmm. used the ever-loving fuck out of me. Um, uh, after him, he'd like fucked my sense of reality so much and like gotten my, at the time, like deeply atheist, deeply skeptical self to believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was like, I am turning off any of that. It's too scary. I don't want to, like, look in that box. It's associated with, like, a time that was really damaging. And so it was just like, I'm not, I refuse. Um, Hey, Vix, uh, pause recording for a second. She's reading Marx and Lenin all the time. She says, Jesus freak, you're such a fool. I say Satan loves you, thinks you're cool. She's a socialist of the highest degree. I'm a communist. Her mother um, hates me. So before we had the break, um, I was talking about how, like, after Lily, who was a shit, uh, I kind of turned that part of myself off because my reality filter was really fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, from being gaslit for two and a half years constantly. Um, and I remained an atheist, um, getting less like staunch and like judgy about it mm-hmm. from like 20 to 27 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and around 27 during a real rough patch in my life when a lot of my political work was falling apart. Um, if you didn't know, I'm like a deeply, deeply hardcore communist. Um, He's a socialist of the highest <laughs> degree. I'm a communist. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's our song. Um, it is our song. But... <laughs> So I, I think I'm more of a communist than a socialist because I don't believe in a state. Um, 
But uh, so I'm really interested in labor organizing and some projects that I'd been working on with people who were very close to me fell apart in a way that was like everything was on fire. My social group was on fire and my life was kind of on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started reconnecting with the sort of spiritual part of myself. Um, I was married to um, a, a, another Satanist. Um, mm-hmm. So I was kind of initially vaguely making touch with, make, putting myself in touch with like Dionysus mm-hmm. and um, uh, some other various entities and deities, some of which were kind of my own. Didn't you yeah. like accidentally have a vision of Satan while trying to do a Virgin Mary meditation or some shit? Uh, well, actually, I was, I, <laughs> Baphomet showed up for me. Uh-huh. During a Quan Yin meditation. Oh, okay. So, like, even more random. For some reason, I remembered it being Mary. But yeah, that's, no, that's I mean, more I... random, but slightly less funny. Yes. Um. So I feel like even that, like Satan just barging in when you're like meditating on like Quan Yin's lotus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's just kind of hilarious. It, um, that is pretty funny. Yep. It's like, oh yeah, you know, the floating beautiful lotus in a lake of light. Mm-hmm. And here's Satan. Um <laughs> Wait, did did Baphomet uh, appear was... on the glowing lotus? Yes, Baphomet. Um The what? I'm did Baphomet appear like in the middle of the lotus? No. Oh, well, cuz that would be really funny. Well, okay, so I had a couple of experiences one was lucifer who i didn't quite understand as fully outside myself yet mm-hmm. appearing during um a Kuan Yin one and then he just like showed up while i was sitting in my own lotus as this like angelic being of light and i was like oh that was interesting that might have been my own mind and then later on mm-hmm. um I was doing another guided meditation. I can't remember which one that was. It might have just been like, I don't know, some sort of like, you know, meditate on your spine. Um, <laughs> I feel. Um, but Baphomet showed up vast, like so big I could only see the the, the feet. Um, mm-hmm. And I had this sense of just cosmic compassion and understanding from this giant entity that like it wasn't going to change things on a practical level Mm -hmm. but i knew in sort of a grand scheme of things things would be okay and like there was just utter compassion for everyone and everything nice and i knew it wasn't within me i at that that was the thing that like shook me out of my atheism i was like no Mm -hmm. i know that there there's something um gotcha or at least the um oh god why can't i think of this term um fuck this is the one i always forget rationalism versus it's like a fancy term for observation and i can't empiricism thank you darling i can never (laughs) remember the word empiricism um but so i had this empirical experience mm-hmm. and the way that I could parse it was there was something outside of me and I don't know if that's factually correct but that's what my empirical experience is um mm-hmm. 
And so I got heavy into Lucifer, um, which my then husband actually was weirdly unenthusiastic about, but that's largely because things were weird and spiritually things were weird for him as well. But um, that's not shampoo. No, it's a dietary supplement. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I just saw something very concerning happen with my roommate and a shampoo bottle that apparently did not contain shampoo being emptied on okay. some food. I apologize for that interruption. I was just very startled. <laughs> no, it's good. I may even keep that because... Okay. Um, but, so, I, I had that, um, and I you know, started having these fairly intense religious experiences fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I had already been reading Tarot for t- literally 20 years, but I got way more into it. Um, and like, he- was like graduating from believing this is like me having the ability to co- cold read and, um, you know, sort of, uh, uh, project symbols onto something into like oh wait this fucking works um yeah and so i started having these intense religious experiences i ended up in a (laughs) chat server for satanists with uh asher um Mm -hmm. i think you remember me telling you the day i became theistic um yes I mean, I, I remember you were in there and you were kind of like, hi, I guess I'm here because of my husband. I don't really but, know. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, I, I had a thing. It happened. A thing happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's um, how we met. <laughs> yeah, no. Isn't our me- story of our meeting super cute? <laughs> It is, yes. We met in the satanic chat server. Yes. Well, met again. Yeah, we we, we do not speak of our previous encounters on the internet. <laughs> yeah. From the time period when I was an edgy little shitlord who was angry all the time. I mean, we were both, we've both been edgy little shitlords, darling. I was a lot meaner than you back then, okay? You didn't see me at my meanest. Well, okay, but the point is you saw me at my meanest. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, let's not talk about that. Okay, yes. Um, Um, All right, so that's, I think, pretty much how I ended up a Satanist. mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, for me, as I already mentioned, I was in this school that was kind of a cult, um, specifically sort of a heretical version of Christianity with random concepts from Hinduism thrown in and a bunch of weird shit about believing in Atlantis and Lemuria and Lucifer lives on the moon and all this like just bizarre crap um yes theosophy and anthroposophy are a fucking trip not a good trip they are aren't they but yeah they're they're very very silly things um 
so yeah, I was kind of like weirdly unofficially but extremely Christian mm-hmm. in my odd informal way. And yeah. um I was really scared of God when I was a little kid. Well, as I, you fucking would be. Yeah, no, God God was scary. I would pray to God every night, um, just like begging for forgiveness if I had like somehow accidentally sinned. And, like, looking back on this little, like, seven-year-old being like, oh, God, did I do something today that could make me go to hell if I'm not forgiven? And I'm a seven-year-old. Like, what was I going (laughs) to (laughs) do? Like, there's not that many things that a seven-year-old can do. I mean, not most seven-year-olds. Not most seven-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, because, like... a seven-year-old that actually would deserve to go to hell that would be very scary but i don't think there are too many of them (laughs) um so yeah i was um very like kind of weirdly unofficially christian for a long time um and then i got into my weird um animism type thing the religion I was attempting to found. Um, And then that didn't work immediately, so I got discouraged because I was, like, a 13-year-old. And then some things in my life, you know, the teen angst really started to kick in. Yeah. And I found some Nietzsche. Oh, honey. And it was kind of all over for a while. I was a a Nietzsche-thumping militant atheist um who was really obnoxious i loved my nietzsche i aspired to read every single book that he had written (laughs) and i I made a pretty good start yeah i read a lot um of nietzsche yeah these are things that happen i I wanted to be a philosophy major (laughs) at one point um i love you i love you too i was into philosophy um yeah it's into epicureanism good you know sort of like rationalist atheistic nihilistic strains of philosophy um one thing that did happen before all this though um when i was probably i would say about 12 yeah I did have this very weird and very intense spiritual experience that I did not fucking understand for years and years and years, where I was outside at night looking up at the sky, Uh and I looked up at, I honestly, I can't remember if I was looking at Venus Uh or Polaris, Um, either one, those Mm -hmm. are the most likely ones, because those were like the heavenly bodies that I could most easily identify back then and that I would look for. Um, They're also both actually associated with Lucifer. Um, But yeah, I was looking up at this thing and I had what seemed to be this very strong memory that was not mine of falling from the stars. And it was really emotional and I was crying for no apparent reason. Oh, honey. <laughs> Having this memory, I was feeling this like intense longing, like this homesickness. Yeah. 
um, to go back. Very, very confusing. Had no idea what the fuck it was for quite a long time. Um, You know, eventually I came to believe that that was the first time that Lucifer tried to get my attention. Yeah. I'd also, I developed a little bit of sympathy for the devil. Yep. At a certain point in Waldorf school when I started rebelling. Um, Well, yeah. Because I got really sick of the Paradise play. (laughs) which was essentially like a medieval miracle play type of thing that the teachers would put on for the students once a fucking year. Good. And it was, you know, this idiotic little pageant about the fall from Eden. Yes. And one year, you know, I'd seen it so many times. One year I suddenly realized that I thought the serpent was right. Yep. Um, and then I just couldn't unsee that. I mean, when you notice it, it seems really obvious. It, yeah. Um, yeah, I just couldn't unsee. So anyway, um, skipping back to when I was a shitty, I actually call myself an anti-theist. Yes. Which is super douchey. Um yep. Yeah, I believe that all religion should be abolished. I mean, same. Shit. Yeah. Um, You know, I'd been through some trauma and things. I had a pretty bleak worldview. Yep. And I was, like, 22, so whatever. Um, Two-year-olds are, you know... Yeah. I I wasn't... I was... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, by 22, I wasn't really an anti-theist because that had been more of like a 20 through 21 thing (laughs) um but because i i had met d by then um so yeah no for me 22 was when i was dating the most militant assholes i ever dated oh Mm. who we don't have to talk about yeah but um anyway i was (laughs) (laughs) i was also having um alcoholism and addiction problems yeah so what ended up happening for me was i ended up getting into recovery yeah and then i was supposed to find a higher power yeah and that was really hard for me at first um i started saying my higher power was satan just to sort of bug my sponsor. Good. And then I kind of started to notice that there was this force at work in my life that yes. had this benign yet somewhat diabolical vibe to it. Um, <laughs> Benignly diabolical. Yeah, no, like, the thing that I didn't want to deal with, like, whatever I was avoiding would just end up getting put in my face. Yep. And these, like, really obnoxious coincidences would happen right at the moment that they needed to. Yep. Um, In, I don't know. It's a little bit difficult to explain, and I'm trying to think of a good example. I'm having a hard time thinking of an example that actually happened to me. But to illustrate Uh kind of the type of thing. Yeah. Imagine, 
you've pretty much made up your mind to relapse with alcohol and you're walking to the liquor store and yeah. you run smack into your sponsor yeah on your way there it, it would be things like that yeah where you'd just be like fuck okay i guess i'll do what's good for me <laughs> yep yep exactly <laughs> or you know fine I'll, I'll fucking deal with this okay um yep yep exactly i mean yeah oh so yeah i i started to believe that there was something or other um yeah and then i ran across um the term luciferianism one night on the fucking internet um yeah. and satanism hadn't really done it for me Nope. But when I read about Luciferianism, I was like, this is just literally everything that I believe anyway. Yeah. And so I sort of instantaneously converted hard to that at first in an agnostic way. Yep. Um, and then I just, I started to get more and more theistic. And at a certain point, mm -hmm. um, like, for a long time, I thought I was still agnostic because I sometimes had doubts. Yeah. And then, eventually, I realized that experiencing doubts is actually normal for even the strongest believer. Yeah. And that's not the same thing. You know, I realized that I was less of an agnostic and more of just a believer who has occasional doubts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, and along the way, I was getting into witchcraft and magic, yep, more and more. And, um, yeah, eventually, I just dove in really deep around the same time that I was meeting you on the chat. And, yep, yeah, from then on, I think we've pretty much witnessed the spiritual journey yeah, we just kind of yeah we kind of also encouraged one another i think <laughs> yes we did um um yeah we've definitely yeah spent a lot of time bouncing ideas off of each other sharing what we're reading with each other um yep discussing what we'd read with each other yep just a lot of collaboration yeah. a lot of discussion yeah um and a lot of love for satan um, a lot yeah and yeah no one of the weird coincidences in my life was like the first couple of times i came out to visit you i was initially like oh how am i gonna afford this and mm -hmm. like i just had like two weird fucking random windfalls that happened <laughs> yep and it was just like oh trips paid for Oh, trips paid for. Um, no. Nice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, things have felt very um, providential is probably not the right word. But you get what the, I'm driving at. Yeah. Infer well, they could. is infernal providence a thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> can we call can we coin infernal providence? It's a little wordy, but I suppose... Well, as opposed to divine providence. Oh, that works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, 
Wait, wouldn't divine providence be a redundant phrase then? What? I was about I was going to make a joke. I was like, wouldn't divine providence be a redundant phrase then? Or is that just to distinguish it from Providence, Rhode Island? I think it's just <laughs> I don't know. Well, because Providence I mean, if you think about the etymology, it's just like that which provides, I think. So like the I think that there was an older usage where like providence Okay. Gotcha. Was yeah, more general and then it dropped out of that usage. But okay. that also is yes. This has been a massive tangent into Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it is from it's from the Latin providere <laughs> to foresee or attend to. Okay then. Um yeah. So <laughs> Cool. Infernal providence can totally be a thing. Um, and so, yeah, it has felt very that. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, so that's, I think, kind of the spiritual side, more or less. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I was going to suggest that we could get a little bit more into, like, what our practices look like now, what our plans are. What oh, is yes. this first church of the morning star that we keep talking about? Yes, that we mention at the end of pretty much every episode mm -hmm. and don't explain further. Um, yep. And so um, we really, we know a lot of lonely Satanists um, mm -hmm. who kind of, and, you know, not just Satanists, but other like left-hand path people who are, you know, maybe more theistic, who are mm -hmm. more left-wing. Um, and we really want to build community for sort of uh, these people. Um, yeah. Well, because the thing with existing satanic um, churches and organizations is the more theistic ones tend to be right-wing. <laughs> And yeah. the um, left-wing ones tend to be atheistic. Yes, and also, like, there really aren't that many left-wing ones, um, period. Yeah, I mean, how shall I put this? I feel like the Satanic Temple is mostly liberal people. Yeah, Mostly. Um... And people who identify as Levians at this point, I don't know. They're kind of all over the political spectrum. Yeah. Like, I've known a number who are definitely liberal or left, but yeah. Levay's politics being a bit libertarian in a yeah. more right-wing, sort of Randian objectivist way is also a thing yeah um so there's that yeah um i mean one could argue for an egoist collectivism but that's <laughs> not really what levey was reading um yeah. and so you know we we want something for that because i mean we view satan as very liberatory and yeah. very much about like equality and 
sort of, you know, the champion will, of the most oppressed. Anti-authoritarian. Yeah. Yeah. Original rebel. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, also, really fucking queer. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, like... <sighs> kind of the first champion of any genuine equality. Um, yes, absolutely. Like the first one who was like, I don't know, it's not all, like the idea of all equal under God is also kind of shitty. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because, you know, then you still have the under God business to contend <laughs> with. It's a bit of a problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. So yes, we're trying to found a satanic church in the bay area most likely in the bay area yeah um, um even though everything is expensive as fuck here but yep. on the other hand there's a but cultural it also, it openness seems like, it seems like that's sort of the place where you can find people who want to be involved exactly exactly yeah. um and also like there's real work to be done there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, of... Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So the, the founders of the church is kind of three people at this point. Um, me and Vix, yeah. and then my friend Shar, who is more of an atheistic type. Yeah. And who originally wanted to do this um, more from activist motives. Yes. And wanting to do kind of some stuff like what the Satanic Temple has been doing, but honestly more compassionate and more radical. Yeah. Um, so they were really interested in, like, the ability of a church to do things like feed the homeless yep. and you know provide a needle exchange and safer sex supplies and yep. maybe a youth shelter things of that nature yeah. um and of course also the like legal standing of a church in terms of yes like you know being able to demand certain things as parts of religious freedom is really useful and you and, know tax you know, exemption you regard those as yeah. tenets of faith so. i think um yeah so part of the original idea um from their perspective was almost like a satanic glide memorial church and okay you're from providence so you don't really know about glide church but yeah it's basically this church in the tenderloin that has done like an incredible amount of advocacy for the homeless and for yeah. queer and transgender people and sex workers and just basically everyone in that neighborhood who really needs help yeah. um so we're both super into that um yep. the only difference between us and Shar is that we're also a little more invested in having it be an actual religious space yeah Although Shara is good with that too. So yeah, when they uh, they brought up that idea, I said, I'll bring the theology. Yep. And um, 
then I started wishing that I could go to seminary. Yep. And then one day I was bitterly joking in public about how I was just going to go to seminary as a Satanist and everyone would have to deal with me. Um, and it was a bitter joke because I didn't think that was actually possible. Yep. Um, but someone overheard me in the cafe that I was in and said, well, yep. actually, I went to this school. Yep. And uh, yeah, before you know it, I was applying. And <laughs> this morning I was accepted. <laughs> and it's beautiful. Yeah. We're so happy. So I, I feel like what's really, what's going on with the church at this point is this podcast. Yes. Um, there's the zine I do. Yeah. Lucifer. Um, I kind of, in a way, consider me going to school to be part of the church project. Yeah. Not in the way of like, oh, everyone else should fund me or whatever, but it's something that I'm doing to make yeah. this thing real. Because... Yeah, well, yeah. I want to have a Master of Divinity. I want to have credentials because people are going to want to come at us skeptically anyway. Um, exactly. And with disrespect and not taking us seriously. And I want to be able to wave a piece of paper in their face and I want to have the real skills and knowledge that comes with that. Well, exactly. And that's, you know, really valid and understandable thing to want. And also like, you know, the pastoral skills that they teach you will yep. be really useful in, you know, serving a congregation. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, uh, I'm moving out to California. I mean, <laughs> with yep. my wonderful boyfriend, but also partially mm -hmm. to help congregation build, help with administration, yep. help yep. with getting the like, well, getting the sort of legal framework set up um, for mm -hmm. this to be a real genuine article thing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd say we're both kind of all in. <laughs> we are. We are. And, like I have some experience with organization building and some experience with like organizing more in a like politics labor capacity, but I think it translates. Mm -hmm. Um Totally. And yeah, so I, I think I think we're going to fucking do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> or die trying. Damn fucking right. Um, yeah. Like, you know, um, I mean, I, I, I think that covers the church. I think that the only other thing I might want to include in a get to know us episode is just like a little bit of who we are outside of our faith, maybe. Really? We have personalities outside of being devil worshippers. <laughs> I wasn't aware. I don't know about you, baby, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I do. No. Okay. Well, tell us about you, Vex. All right. Um, well, like I said, uh, native of New York. Um, I've been a stripper and I've done stand-up. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that kind of explains who I am as a person. Um, yeah. Which is pretty much utterly shameless. Um, <laughs> I'm a giant, giant queen, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. 
and um, my other interests include like the history of costume, um, perfume, which I'm weirdly obsessed with, and um, you know, marks. Yep, marks, fashion, beauty. <laughs> you know, your standard like femme interests. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I work as a professional dominatrix um, and have been doing that like eight years now. Um, And um, also am an occasionally published horror writer. So that's, I think, the important facts about me. (laughs) Oh, I mean, there are more. I'm tempted to be a pig and remark that you didn't give your measurements. <laughs> what? I said I'm tempted to be a pig and tell you to give your measurements. Well, they're 36, 24, 23, 36, so. I think that was worth it. You, know. <laughs> you can find them in the lyrics to Brick House. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. um yes and what about you darling (laughs) okay i mean obviously i was joking when i implied that i don't have a personality outside of being a devil worshiper but i feel like i'm really very stereotypical in some ways (laughs) you know i'm this black clad rock musician with a bunch of tattoos and um you know, jet black dyed hair and facial piercings. Um, yeah. I'm into uh, film. I was a film student for some reason, particularly horror buff. Um, yeah. <laughs> I play bass and sing in my band, which is called The Truants and is sort yep. of a post-punk type of thing. I do love a post-punk bass player. I just do. Actually, I also. I know, right? I have a thing about bassist vocalists. Don't don't ask me why. Um, Same, (laughs) but you know it's actually understandable because okay, you know what? I can't play guitar for shit, so I don't know if this is true. But a lot of people will insist that playing bass and singing is a lot more difficult than playing guitar and singing. Well, go figure. I, you know, I can actually see that. Um, I'm also a classically trained harpist for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Long story. I am a writer. I haven't... Yep. I don't have as many publishing credits as Vix, but... Although you managed to publish a fucking novel. Yeah, but that was self-published. Yeah, but it's good. Okay. As Jack Swift, I published a novel called Nick's Revenge Road Trip Mixtape. It's actually pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a, yeah, I've had articles published. Um, yeah. I was writing music reviews for a while. I got a piece in a, um, erotic anthology. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I've had stuff published in erotica magazines. I have a credit in a horror anthology, you know, nice, nice. I wrote for Exo Jane for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> it happened to me. I wrote for Exo Jane. <laughs> 
it literally did and it was weird yeah. um and yeah i mean you're well you I met kat marnell right i didn't meet her now oh darn I, why did i think you'd met her i don't know but i haven't and i'm very sad about that wishful thinking okay Cat Marnell, um, if you're listening. Cat <laughs> yeah. Marnell, if you're listening, Satanists want to meet you. Yes. Um, yeah, so, um, sorry, trying to think of any other interesting factoids about me. Um, um, you're a giant cat person. I am a giant cat person, as you can hear. There are currently three cats in my house. Um, yep. My daughter is named Wednesday after Wednesday Adams, and she is a Good. tiny black kitty who was beautiful and a princess. Um, and we love her And then my much. stepcats, Babs and Dorian, are also in here. Yeah. I've also done some pro-dom stuff. Yep. I am a huge kinkster and kind of like a... How shall I put this? <laughs> I'm the kind of person who likes to be the bell of the ball at a dungeon party. <laughs> Same. I'm I'm kind of like a scene kid in that way. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I haven't been in years because, well, partner. But um. Yeah. Well, honey, once you move out here, we are going to. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. Take the scene by scene. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I often have a really hard time talking about myself because most of the facts about me are um, weird and not rated <laughs> for general audiences. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is for adults only. So. I know, it is. It's just like, yesterday I was trying to write to some new prison pen pals and I was like, shit, Yeah. what can I tell them about myself? <laughs> I sound really boring. <laughs> Without being able to say most of the relevant facts about myself. <laughs> because, you know, if I really, if I honestly describe myself, then it's like, well, I am a Satanist. I'm into witchcraft um, and yeah. BDSM. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, a few things that tend to weird people out right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Um... People ask me what I did this weekend and... <laughs> I never know what to say, so I sound really boring. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I hung out with friends. Yes. And by hung out, I mean in suspension bondage. And by friends, I mean strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, I also, obviously, kinky. I think I mm -hmm. might be, am I less of a stereotypical Satanist? Or now? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, you're a little bit more bubbly than me, but you're literally a yeah. dominatrix who was obsessed with true crime and horror. And yeah. Yeah. We're pretty stereotypical. Yeah. I mean, I, I have spent many years being kind of a groupie. Um, Mm-hmm. A fair number of tattoos as well, you know. See, I do know Satanists who don't look like us. Yeah. Like, um, our friend Leanne, I kind of enjoy how just, like, 
North Face jacket wearing, like, super normie. <laughs> Who likes to go, like, hiking. Yes, lo- North Face jackets, hiking, wholesome, wholesome. yeah. <laughs> like, pink-cheeked. Yeah. You know, like, sparkly eyes, like. Totally. So, like, you know how there's, like, annoying cheerful camp counselor? Leanne is, like, the nice cheerful camp counselor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. but you know i also have to admit based on things like the attendance of the satanic bay area coffee hour satanists often look like satanists there's a lot of us who wear a lot of black and have a lot of tattoos yeah oh i didn't mention that i do in fact literally have 666 tattooed on my knuckles (laughs) it's incredibly hot um (laughs) And I've got an inverted cross tattooed on the knuckles of my other hands. (laughs) And the sigil of Lucifer on the back of my neck. Yeah. And Leviathan cross on my knee. And a (laughs) massive back piece of Lucifer sitting on an inverted cross. I mean, you know, I I have the inverted cross I never take off. Um, That's true. That's true. I have the sigil of Lucifer on my forearm. I have inverted crosses on my hip bones. So Yeah. Yeah. It, it happens. What can I say? Yeah, I also have a giant hammer and sickle on my side. <laughs> Drawn with lipstick. Yeah, like the New York Dolls logo. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you think that's enough about us? I think so. I think <laughs> do you think that's more than enough about us? Is it ever enough about us, darling? Well, I don't know, listeners. You tell us. <laughs> If you want to know more about us, contact us at <laughs> speakofthedevil666 at gmail.com. Uh, I think Dan, that's that our is... goddamn email address. Yeah, speakofthedevil666 <laughs> at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so. Uh, Backward have... satanic message? Um. You know, I think I might, I have, I think I might have something. Okay, good. Do it. Here, and I'm sending it out. Boy, you are horse, horse, man, I'm sending it with you. I'm a horse, man, I'm a horse, you go out, that's how you're sitting there. Let me send it out. I feel awkward now. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm me. Um, that's, that's very sweet of you. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. So uh, this has been Speak of the Devil, the official podcast of the first, tr- tr- the first church of the Morning Star, which you actually know what that is now, sort of. Um, sort of. As much as anyone does. Yeah. Find us on Facebook at Speak of the Devil Satanic Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Speak of the Dev. I think I'm really funny on Twitter. You may disagree with me. Um, and until next week, hail Satan! Hail Satan! <laughs> uh...